Hello, it's Kendra. This is the second ever episode of The Brand Journalist. Thanks for joining me again. Now that we've gotten intros out of the way, listen back to episode one if you missed that, I thought I'd take some time today to talk about what a brand journalist is, why I like to call myself one, and why we call what we do here at Edgar Allen brand journalism instead of content marketing or just content creation. We are all storytellers here, so let me tell you one real quick. Once upon a time, I was a jobless high school English teacher living in a city about 800 miles from my hometown. This was at the dawn of being able to apply for jobs online. I think Monster.com was the only game in town and had just become a thing. So I figured way back then, damn, I can write stuff. I have got an English degree from a not terrible Midwestern state school and this brilliant think piece that explores educational theory in the context of Roger Waters' rock opera, The Wall, that knocked him dead at my honors thesis review. And by God, anybody would be thrilled to have me. So really, this is a thing that I wrote that was very well received in Indiana, where I went to college. And I don't know if it says more about me or the Midwest or just how universal the love language of Pink Floyd is, but it rocked and I am sticking to it. Anyway, I sent off cover letters and answered online ads and even went on a couple of interviews, but everyone seemed to want real experience. I mean, how dare they? And you don't get that unless you have a real job or at least an internship. So, one day a few months after I'd landed a hellish job in publishing, close enough, I figured, right? No, not even close. I was watching TV and I noticed that some amazing writer had broken the fourth wall and mentioned their job title in an ad for, I don't know, Taco Bell or something. So I internet searched copywriter and school and one in Atlanta, the town I was currently sitting in, in a flea-infested apartment with a radiator that sounded at all times like someone dropping screws into a pie pan, miraculously came up. And out of desperation and apparently a burning need to owe the federal school loan program about 30k, I applied, sight unseen. Even more miraculously, those suckers accepted my sample ads and let me in, so off I went, back to school. A couple years later, I kind of graduated and got an internship and then a job and then another job and eventually felt confident enough to call myself a copywriter. A little later, I figured out brand strategy was kind of more my thing, but I never stopped writing copy, mostly because I like working for small places where you can't just have one job title and I get a little bored with a single person's amount of work on my desk. And then sometime in the mid aughts, unbeknownst to me, my job title changed. One day I was a writer and the next day, I was a content strategist. I mean, I did the same things. And maybe the fact that I was already straddling that above-the-line brand vision stuff with below-the-line consumer-facing writing made me the perfect strategist of content. But the work seemed the exact same to me. I knew to write something good, I had to know the audience. I had to understand the feel of the brand. And then I had to create something that brought the first to the second. Thing is, I've found out a lot of companies really actually have no idea that connecting brand and consumer communications is important, much less how to do it. And I think that's one of the things that sparked the rise of content marketing and its sister, inbound marketing. So in case this is new to you, content marketing in a nutshell is where you reverse engineer a question you expect an audience to be asking about something you're an expert in. I don't know, cabinets or dance lessons for cats or whatever, into an answer via a blog or an article that makes the company offering it look smart or endearing or maybe even a little bit wise. The result is hopefully when they search for the answer to a question they have, your brilliant piece of writing will come up and they'll give you a ring. 
Inbound marketing is similar, except it involves dangling information in front of someone in exchange for their soul, or maybe their email address. Yeah, it's, it's definitely email address. I can't argue that both aren't effective. We use some of the tactics at Edgar Allen, and lots of consultants and enterprising folks have made their names on this and written a lot of books. People even argue that Benjamin Franklin might have been the father of content marketing. But I will argue that while the approach is valuable, give people information they want in exchange for their attention, their good opinion of you, and maybe their loyalty, the actual content itself is pretty often garbage. From the first time someone called me a content strategist or a content marketer until now, there have been approximately 20 jillion helpful listicles written. And I bet 70% of them are high school research project level skims of a topic. My thought, there's so much more to say, so many more ways to say it, and so much opportunity to create things that are written and photographed or illustrated or designed. I mean, let's not leave those folks out of this too. So much more than is typically being done. To me, it all starts with a good brand strategy and brand story, something we'll spend a few episodes talking about real soon. Good branding pours this big, meaty foundation for marketing. It's a roadmap to looking at your audience and what they want and need from you that's more like Waze than Rand McNally. It's got lots of paths. Some of them are full of impossible left turns and fender bender slowdowns. And some will get you to work like a whole eight glorious minutes faster. But all of them are valid ways to get somewhere you want to go. From there, with brand big ideas in hand and a good sense of who you're talking to and what they need or want from you in your pocket, the sky's kind of the limit. But for some reason, a lot of content seems stuck in this ugly churn of lists and simple theses. I mean, who said you absolutely have to answer a specific question in your content? Who said you have to form it in one of the handful of typical content marketing tropes? We'll run through those later because there's something to them, but they're not carved in stone. Who said it has to be in that breezy, I'm your smartest friend, corporate cash salesperson tone that everybody on the internet now writes in? And who said it can't be beautiful or fiction or editorial or super brainy or have depth and context or real balls? So what's a brand journalist? To me, anyway, it's a creative whose aim is to make interesting, evocative, readable stuff that is all about good storytelling information spreading, and culture creation in the same way that a traditional journalist does. But instead of for the public interest or to empower society to make good decisions, we do it for a brand or a product. So brand journalism is sitting down with an expert and picking their brain and then creating a piece that showcases all their insight. It's 2,000 words that connect deep design thinking with improvisational theater. It's a hilarious podcast full of inside jokes about power poles for joint use experts. It's a wall-sized infographic about modes of discovery that includes the 7-11 theory. You know, you get bored, you buy a big gulp, you ride the sugar high, you crash. Eureka! Repeat. It's a printed series of essays on architecture that never talks directly about buildings. It's multifaceted content creation that's journalistic, explorative, researched, specific, human, moving, but that serves a different god, the god of brand and audience and commerce. And I don't know about you, but that's what I want to be creating. So what about content marketing or inbound marketing bothers you? And how do you think differently about it? Or what else from this episode do you wish I'd talk more about? Send me an email with your ideas to thebrandjournalist at edgarallen.com. Note that that's Edgar, A-L-L-A-N, with a day. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.